Hello there. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, one of the top 3% of daily podcasts in the Neville sphere. I think you'll find tonight an interesting night. Today we're going to talk about why many folks are firing their financial planners. Yeah, firing their financial planners. CFP is what they call them. So you may or may not know about the financial planning industry. They call them financial planners, financial advisors. So long story short, they give folks advice and recommendations on where to invest their money, how to handle their assets, portfolio, to maximize their returns. There was a commercial a few years ago where people were getting financial advice from an individual in an office and he was talking about, he had the terminology down to a science. He had, he was saying all the right things and people were, okay, great, taking his recommendation. And then they're like, would you trust me? It was like a hidden camera type of deal. He's like, would you trust me with your finances? Yeah, of course, blah, blah, blah. And then he shows <clears throat> like the reveal that the guy's uh, like a DJ, like a, I don't know, a DJ that plays at like house parties or big parties, stuff like that. Pre-social distancing. And I guess once this is all over, they'll go back to doing that. But anyway, that's what he was. And he had no, he's like, I, I don't know anything about finances. I just got a quick crash course on what to say and doing this. So again, there's that, that people could be deceiving and not really know what they're talking about. But in order to become a certified financial planner, which is what this commercial was pitching, there's a lot of things that people must do. A individual must have a bachelor's degree to start. The financial planners that I've worked with have all had master's degrees in finances, finance or an MBA. One must take a certified financial planner class, which is accredited through a university, which can take approximately a year, sometimes a little longer. Once a certified financial planner class is satisfied, they would take a two-day comprehensive exam, which includes case studies and a lot of other detail. And then once they pass that, they're still not a certified financial planner. They need 6,000 hours or three years experience planning and working with individuals with their financial situation in order to be able to use the designation of a certified financial planner. So we could agree that this person has a lot of, they're, they're very well qualified to give people advice on their finances. However, this is called by a lot of industry experts in investments and whatnot as a huge ripoff that hiring a financial planner is not advisable unless somebody just really needs the help or doesn't have the time, I guess. It's, it's there. But they said that there is a conflict of interest, that you're not going to get arguably the best financial advice because the advice that is going to be given is what's going to pay the person. So for example, I'm your financial planner. 
you're like, hey, I have $100 to invest. I know that investment B looks pretty good. You're going to get a good rate of return. And again, this is all fiction. Say it's going to give you an average 50% return in one year. And I know that, that for the first two years, you're going to get a 50% return. So I could tell you to invest your $100 in that. Or there's something different kind of investment. It sounds sexy. It sounds cool. But it'll only give you a 10% rate of return, which is really good. But compared to 50%, it's not that great. However, I get a bigger profit. I get a huge commission from that. I'll get like a 20% commission or whatever. Again, I'm just making all of this up. It's all fiction. But you see how that works. And then there's also financial planners that get a percentage of their clients' portfolios. So regardless of what the what the market does one year, you could have a really strong economy, it's booming, and they're going to get 1% of your whatever you have in there, or it could be a, a down year, and they'd still get 1%. So a lot of people saying that it's not advisable to work with a financial planner unless it's an extreme situation. And this is someone that's heavily educated, a lot of background information. But again, people say you would be better off to not hire a financial planner, get some quick financial knowledge, which is just as simple as this Neville stuff. It's just a few simple steps, just a matter of the execution and the application. Neville talks about theories. He says, I could no longer accept the theories of men. They all sit down and write their theories. It's a little theory. It shakes the world, but it doesn't mean it's true. And so another writes another theory. And so you have all kinds of theories in the world. Let's go, uh, let's listen to a recording also. And so he will sell it to the gullible. So he makes his little money and he still leaves the book. And he goes from one little place to the other selling his little nonsense. That's the world over. And they get nothing but nonsense. And an empty pocket. All right, so here Neville talks about how these individuals get their theories, sell their theories to the gullible the world over, and that the individuals that are benefiting from these theories that are buying them, I don't know if they're benefiting, but they're buying into all of this, they're left with an empty pocketbook. And that was in the words of Neville Goddard. So I'd like to do a compare and contrast. So you get a financial planner who's highly educated, master's degree, bachelor's degree, obviously, certified financial planner class. So they invested about a year of their time to get that. The two-day exam, which a lot of folks, and I was one of these people that fired my financial planners, but when I was working with them, they're saying that it was one of the hardest tests they ever had to take. And then they have three years or 6,000 hours of experience before they could use that designation. So compare that to a quote-unquote 
life coach or one of these Neville gurus that may or may not have different backgrounds. I know a lot of them probably barely graduated high school. I made a recording once where I was saying a drive through GED at the swap meet. It probably lessened to one or two Neville lectures. How are they a coach? How are they somebody that people should hand their money over to? I mean, if it's a huge ripoff to give money to a financial planner with all that background and all that knowledge and information. And financial planning is a trillion-dollar industry with a T. So it doesn't look like it's going anywhere soon, but there's a lot of opinion that you're not really getting much for it. But it's the same thing if you look at this coaching deal. First, they don't have any kind of background or certification that one can verify. So you don't know what you're getting. It's not regulated. And if you go back to what, what Neville says, he says, you go back to the book of books that will not change. It's the Bible. It's not theory. It's not history. It's not secular history. So, again, this is why I make the recommendation to, if you want to learn this stuff, study the Bible. If that's too much for you, study Neville. Everything's in the public domain. Everything can be learned for free. If you want to join groups and masterminds, that's fine. Just be, and like with most things, nothing's completely perfect, but just be cautious as to who you're getting information from and what kind of groups you're in. You generally want to be with folks that have similar or a greater knowledge of Neville than you do. You never want to be the smartest person in the room. But again, in my opinion, you don't want to spend any money. It's just like hiring a financial planner with the information I gave you and from what and the, the opinion that I share with the folks that say that hiring a financial advisor planner is just a ripoff. They're going to get a percentage of your money for what? They're not really doing anything or they're getting the conflict of interest trying to sell you what will give them a good interest and line their pocketbooks and may have some benefit for you. They're going to hype it up and just so you could buy these things, but, but you're really not getting anything, especially when the information is so simple, the steps are there, you just have to go in and do the work and study. There's one individual I was talking to a while back, and he was talking about looking into different coaches and whatnot. I think he was on the a return to the study of Neville and wanted to get more deep into it. And the commentary, and I'm paraphrasing this because it happened a while ago, it was something along the lines of, okay, I saw this, all these offerings and this and that, but I don't need any of that. I could just buy a Neville book and read it. I could go on a website and read Neville. I could go to different groups and all that. Like I said, there's better information out there. It's good and eh, eh. kind of feedback you're going to find. So be, be judicious there. But all this stuff there, keep your money in your pocket. Best Neville learnings are the ones that do that. Caring is sharing. If you found value or if you know someone that's contemplating spending hundreds or more on a quote-unquote coach that barely graduated high school, or maybe they did. Maybe they have a good education, but you, you, 
their life experiences lower. There's something shady that, like, do I really want to fork over money to this person to learn Neville, quote-unquote, when I can do it for free? Feel free to share. And until we hear again, let us go into a silence, an intelligent silence, where your money is growing and growing and growing because you're investing it wisely.